Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. Tonight, we wanted to take some time and just really dive into the topic of the Christmas season, the holiday season, and just some of the things that we do or don't do with our families and kind of reframing our mindset about the winter season in general. Yes. So on this episode, we're going to talk about a few things that are kind of controversial. (laughs) And as always... (laughs) We always come to this podcast and record episodes based off of our own convictions and what God is putting on our hearts to talk about what we have been talking about between the two of us. And um, so, yeah, we just want y'all to know. And if you listen to our podcast, you know, like we hold all of these things with an open hand and we hope that you submit any of this to the Lord. And we know that the Holy Spirit convicts everybody differently. It's not like the things we're talking about are like salvation issues. It's just, um, it's just, there are, there are some things that, um, how we think about the holiday season and how we think about Advent and how we think about Christmas and, how we're trying to teach our kids about Jesus and how precious and sacred this time is and all of that stuff. So yeah, I guess with that being said, I can read, um, this is the same book that I, I think I've read several times <laughs> on the podcast so far. It's called sacred seasons, um, a family guide to center your year around Jesus. So this, um, let me get situated. Really right. sent me this the other day, and I was just like, "This is it." She reread it again tonight before we started recording, and I said, "You have to read that." Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. So this will set the tone on like where our hearts are, like where we're coming from when we're having these yes. conversations. Yeah. Okay. So, Advent is a spiritual discipline. For humans who are hardwired to be tribal, few tasks are more challenging than being countercultural. It is extremely difficult to extricate yourself and your family from the Christmas mania happening during Advent, but the sacred rhythms of the church invite us to step away from the hysteria and into a holy wilderness. Wilderness seasons are significant in the life of God's people. The Israelites wandered in the desert for 40 years before entering the promised land. God was silent for 400 years before the birth of Christ. Jesus fasted in the desert for 40 days before beginning his ministry. Sometimes we experience wilderness seasons too. Seasons of waiting and seasons of wandering are often uncomfortable, but God uses them to accomplish subtle work in our hearts 
building muscles of discipline, patience, and faithfulness, readying us for what's to come. If we allow it, Advent can be a season oriented towards this kind of fruitfulness. Consistently practicing the spiritual discipline of silence can be a great way to make space for prayerful wondering and intentional listening in an otherwise noisy life. Jesus proclaims, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But it is hard to listen well when the world around us is loud. Jesus practiced solitude and silence with remarkable regularity, often withdrawing to be alone and pray. We should likewise be responsive to the needs of our souls. Our times of silence act as a mini wilderness, allowing us to be open to God in a space beyond words. What a glorious way to enter into a holy advent, making our hearts ready for Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. And so, and I'm, I love this book, but just think like, listen to that and then think about what our world looks like during this season. If you have that comparison, it's basically the exact opposite. Literally the full blown opposite. Yeah. I, I think it's, our society is just so caught up in materialistic worldly things. And this is not me saying everybody, I'm not saying everybody, a lot of the people in our society are, and I've been there, I've done that. And I just think about the fact that so many people don't even know what the meaning of Christmas is, why we started celebrating it in the first place. They have no idea. Cause now it's all just about how many presents you're getting and how, and Santa and how many party Christmas parties you can go to and all these things. And I just want people to slow down and think and reflect about a, why we're doing all that. And B is that even honoring what Christmas even means? It's it's not. It's just, it's amazing to me how, how far in the opposite direction our society has gone from what you just read. Yeah. People think it needs to be a season of spending crazy money and going to all these Christmas parties and ugly sweater parties and how many gifts people buy and Santa Claus and stories and all of that. And it's like, wait a second, you're missing the whole point. Yeah. I think just like anything else, our words and our actions and our traditions and our daily rhythms Mm -hmm. are teaching our children what they're, they're teaching our children, whether we realize it or not. But when it comes to the sacredness of what Christmas means, we have to really take inventory of like, okay, what are we doing and why are we doing this? And does this actually honor Jesus? <laughs> and does this, does this even look like Jesus? Does this even mm-hmm. look like the gospel? Like, what is this teaching 
our children. And I mean, one of the things that we wanted to talk about is the fact that we don't participate in Santa yeah, and lying to our children no. and doing the, like you perform and then you get gifts thing. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, yeah. and we can, we can share a few if you want to, but yeah. I think when you zoom out the gospel, dare I say, of Santa Claus is the exact opposite of the actual gospel. Yes. And what it meant that Jesus came to save the world Mm. when we didn't deserve it Mm. and we weren't good and it had nothing to do with us and everything to do with God and how he loves us and his mercy, and his grace. I don't see any of that in Santa and cult. No. That whole, the lying to children, what? No. Having children perform, what? Yeah. Well, it's, it's such a layered, it's a layered conversation. It's a really yeah. layered conversation because we've talked on the podcast many times about the way that we speak to our children and, and the words that we use and how we do things differently. And that might look different to other people who choose to, to do different things with their families. But I just, when I think about the whole Santa conversation and I remember, and I'm really grateful for this, actually, my cousin had her daughter before me and she was doing things differently. And when I was younger, it was before I was even married. Um, I didn't understand why I didn't get it. I didn't understand why she was choosing to raise her in the way that she was. And she didn't do Santa with her daughter either. And, uh, and back then I was confused because I wasn't, I wasn't who I am now and I didn't Mm -hmm. have the thoughts and convictions that I do now. And looking back, I now understand though, because it, it is lying to your child. It's saying, you will get presents if you're on the nice list and these presents will come from a man who comes into our house at nighttime and leaves you presents. And if you're not good in air quotes and you're on the naughty list, then you won't get presents. And I've never liked the whole good, bad kid labeling anyways. But now I'm, I just think about that and it sounds insane to me to a lie to your children in general, B try and get them to have their behavior focused on being good so they can get a gift that that's not going to set anybody up. Well, we should be being kind and respectful and loving and caring and thoughtful because we know in our heart that that's the right thing to do. We know that that's what God wants us to do, not because we want to get gifts out of it in the long run. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and trust and honesty mean everything. Yes. To my family culture. Yes. My relationship with my children. There is, there is nothing. And even apart from the whole Santa conversation, 
I do not lie to my children on purpose about anything. You know, like some people think it's funny, like a kid asks for ice cream. Oh, the place is closed. We can't go that there. We can't do this. Like, you know, the joke about how kids didn't know you were allowed to turn the lights on in the car because they thought that was illegal. Like all these little white lies. Mm -hmm. That is not funny to me. No. Why would I ever lie to my children on purpose? I, I don't. I just, I think, I don't know why, but I've seen it so much in how kids are raised and parented or even, even taking care of how they're babysat, whatever. People literally think it's funny to lie to kids. And I don't understand that because once they know that you're that you've lied to them you're losing their trust mm-hmm. how are they supposed to trust you and come to you if you lie to them and they realize you lie you've lied to them how are you going to be that safe space if you are constantly lying to your children whether it's a white lie or an actual lie because you don't want to disappoint them or whatever it's not going to do anybody any good they're going to see, oh, my my parents, my mother, my father, who I'm supposed to be able to trust and come to and feel safe and comfortable with, they are lying to me. And they think it's funny? Why? What's what's the why behind it? And there, the, the thing that you just said about the lights being on in the car, I, that was me. I literally thought that you could not do that until I was, I don't even know, 20-something. And there, there was somebody else I had a conversation with. Well, this man was 50 years old and he figured something out that his mom lied to him about. It, and it's just, it's crazy to me. Well, and that's the thing. And then how can you tell your children it's not okay to lie? Yeah. If you lie. Yeah. And And the thing is, like, about the whole Santa thing, people say, oh, it's just fun. Or, oh, it's the magic of Christmas. Or they or they put all these, like, emotional terrorism words attached to it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, um, no. Lying's not fun. Doing everything all of the time is not fun. Going above and beyond and doing all the parties and all the gifts and overspending and the, this and what it looks like and the, the, what performance it like, that's not fun. What are we talking about? Like everything that we do as mothers are informed by something. And like, for us, it's informed by our faith and our convictions of the Holy spirit. And so with anything, I'm like, okay, what seeds am I sowing? What, what am I teaching my, my children with whatever I'm saying, whatever I'm doing, what we're participating in? Like, what is, what is the long-term goal of this? Is this turning them towards Christ? And if the answer is no to any of that, what, why am I, why are we doing what we're doing? What, exactly. What's the why? Yeah, I just, I think Oftentimes, too, people forget about what 
it was like when Jesus was born and what Christmas was like, what, what it all meant. Yeah. This, and when you were talking about seasons, it wasn't when Jesus was born, it wasn't a crazy hustle bustle. Everybody has Christmas trees and everything de- decorated perfectly and running around. That's not what it was. Mm-mm. So when you're talking about the season and being in this season where we should be slowing down and sitting and thinking and praying. And what was that other word that you used um, in that excerpt? It was just, oh, being in the waiting and being patient. Yes. Yes. Um, And realizing like maybe this season is right now is for you what it is right now, because this is where God wants you. It's supposed to be slow. You need to rest. You need to, not be running around. You need to do less. And obviously we've talked about there are different seasons for every, for everything. Sometimes we do need to put our heads down and do work. But when it comes to what the actual meaning of Christmas is and what the Christmas season is with our families, what do we want to show our children? What example are we setting? It's the same, it's the same conversation with lying. If what, what are we modeling for our kids? Are we modeling that Christmas is not about the birth of Jesus and it's just about presents and running around and eating way too much food and whatever. Or are we talking about Christmas as what it actually is and honoring Jesus and creating traditions within our families that are, that are based on our faith? Yeah. Well, and in this book, um, I was trying to find it. I think, um, like the words that they use to, to describe like historically the nature of Advent mm. is like reflection, patience, somber, mm. quiet, mm-hmm. waiting, like spiritual preparation. Like the, think about those things and th- go look outside. Look at the world. Yeah. And so it's like, I feel like this thing keeps getting brought up in everything that we've been talking about, but don't you feel like God is like, where am I? Y'all gonna let me into this? Mm -hmm. It's literally about Jesus to start with. (laughs) So, so don't you think God's like, what? Y'all are down there wilding. Like, what are y'all doing? That it's like, I know that we're being like silly about it, but it's like, seriously, like take a step back and think about how confusing that messaging is for a child. Yeah. To be like, this is what we do. And it's crazy. And we do all the things and we go all the places and we buy all the things and we eat all the things and we go, 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 go. And this and that and the other. Oh yeah. And then, um, it was, uh, Jesus was born. Um, and then, yeah. What? Literally. Literally. (laughs) That, that's confusing. That is so, that is so confusing. And so that's what it comes down to. It's like the the way that we're raising our children, like what is it teaching them? Yeah. And what is the fruit of what we're teaching them? What seeds are we sowing? 
because these memories are going to be for a lifetime. Like what they think about the holidays. What are the expectations? Mm -hmm. What are we supposed to be doing? What do the holidays even mean? Like they're going to do with their family. Yeah. We have to be thinking about all this stuff. And if it doesn't line up with what God shows us, like think about the pace of Jesus. I know. I know we've talked about that in previous episodes. Never in a hurry. He was like, I'll be there when I'm, I'm there. I'm retreating. I'm going to be by myself. I'm going to be with God. Like I, it's okay. Look outside. Yeah. We're talking about complete opposite things. Like opposite ends of the spectrum is where we're yeah. at. Yeah. And it's like, and this, I think, so last year was really the first year that I really, really started to gain an understanding about just how sacred this time is of Advent, mm-hmm. of leading up to what it means that Christ was born. You know, um, I've learned so much from my friend Carrie because she's Orthodox Christian and they, I mean, this book, I'm pretty sure the person that wrote this is Orthodox Christian because it follows the liturgical calendar. Mm -hmm. And so I know that Protestants get all stiff necked about like, oh, that's so legalistic. It's like, no, the, the Bible didn't just fall out of the sky. Like there's a whole church history Right. And saints, because guess what? St. Nicholas was a real person. So the knockoff Santa that everybody's doing, that's St. Nicholas. Yeah. And so like, I'm, I teach my children who St. Nicholas actually was. Yeah. He was a really awesome dude on fire for Christ, loved people really well, gave people gifts, and so that's what I'm teaching my children because that's real. That's, that's real really. church history. That's real Jesus centered, Jesus focused, what holidays are supposed to be about. You know, and this is one of those things like I know the one of the arguments is like, aren't you afraid your kids are going to ruin it for everybody else? Um, No. Because go back to our episode about living humbly in convictions. I tell Mm -hmm. my children this is not appropriate to talk about with other people. This is what other people do. Other people do Santa. And we know that Santa is a character and our family doesn't participate in that. We we talk about St. Nicholas. We talk about Jesus. And so that's just like people, I don't know. They, they, they underestimate what kids can actually understand, (laughs) you know, time when it when it comes to this so because my kids have said because other kids have you know said like oh santa you know doing the whole thing and so one of my children was like wait is santa real and i was just like no you know we've talked about this and we went over it again and we will every year because we have to because i know that we live in this world and i also know we're not of this world yeah so well, I, I think, I feel like this has come up a few times that people don't necessarily think about the gravity of things, whether it's 
the way you're parenting your kids or talking about Santa or what your traditions are or how you just lead your family. But we've talked about, we want to see generational fruit. We want to see that with our kids because of how we're choosing to lead our lives and the convictions that we, that we have in our hearts and in our homes. And I just think about if we are raising children and we're lying to them, how confusing that must be. That's the first piece of it. The second piece of it is if this is the Christmas season and the holiday season and none of it has to do with what Christmas is actually about, what are we doing? That's just showing them you need to be rushing. You need to be overspending. You need to be overeating. You need to be people pleasing. You need to be whatever, whatever it comes up. What benefit does that have for our kids or our family genuinely? Because I don't, I don't see it. And then that might look crazy to other people in society who have different convictions and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's amazing to me how, when you choose to do things differently, you're looked at like you're nuts. When, if you really take a step back and you zoom out and you talk about what we're talking about tonight, the way that other people are doing it looks absolutely insane. Yeah. It's confusing. It's confusing to me. I'm sure it's confusing to so many kids. And I don't know. It's it's so layered. It's really, really a layered conversation. And it matters so much though. That's why yeah. we're having this conversation is because not because we're trying to push our convictions on anybody, not because we're trying to get someone to live their our life live their lives the way that we do. It's just these are these are things that I didn't think about five six years ago. I, mm-hmm. I didn't didn't even cross my mind, and now it's completely different. And so we've just been talking about this so much lately that we just felt like just opening up a real honest conversation and open conversation about it could be beneficial to someone who's listening. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's. It's just, it's so important. And I don't know, like, obviously we don't ever have conversations to be like intentionally divisive or anything like that. Um, And we say all the time, like, this is not a teaching podcast. (laughs) This is, that's not what this is. But Olivia and I, we, we've talked about this. Well, we talk about this all the time because this is just what we, you know, believe in our convictions, but obviously it comes up every Christmas because of, you know, that conversation just starts swirling around and having to deal with that and having to like navigate being countercultural. Yeah. You know, and, and all of those things. And I just feel like the whole Santa thing, it makes sense to me if you're not a believer. Yeah. But something, something shifts when you are a believer. Yeah. You know, and the Santa, the way that, you know, Christmas, the way that the world does it is very me, 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 mine, 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 focused on myself. What do I want to do? You know, I'm good. I'm whatever. And then as a believer, you're like, no, I'm actually not good. That's why Jesus needed to come and save my soul. Like the, 
the the sacredness and the holiness of what it meant that he he came into this world like generations waited and waited and waited and waited and wondered and wondered and wondered and wondered and then all of the sudden he was here like it's we just we need to slow down and just think about what we're doing and why we're doing it and what we're teaching our children and what's important to us and what's not important to us, you know, and it, and the, we're, we're sowing seeds, no matter what we're doing, if we're intentionally living or we're not intentionally living, we're sowing seeds that will yield some kind of fruit. And so we have to make sure that the seeds that we're sowing is the fruit that, that we're desiring, you know, yeah. and it's not just our desires. It's the Holy Spirit convicting us. You know, it's the fruit of the spirit. It's not just like us being like, oh, this is right. This is wrong. You should do this. It's like, no, this, this is so much bigger than just us. And I, I wish that people could have this conversation. You know, I wish churches would have this conversation, you know, like, why can't we as believers have this conversation? Yeah. Be like, Hey, why are we doing what we're doing? Yeah. What are we participating in? Because oftentimes I think people are afraid to rock the boat or ruffle some feathers. And it's yeah. like, if, if you feel like God is convicting you to say something or do something differently, it's for a reason. Yeah. If he's asking you to talk about something, whether it's on a podcast or with one of your friends or with a family member or with people at your church or literally anybody it's for a reason. And I don't, when you, when we open up episodes, sometimes where we mention this might come across as controversial and I, there's so many topics that I don't think should be controversial, but they just are because of how our society is in general. We should be able to have open conversations. We've talked about how to agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. And so I just think that this is a conversation that can, I don't know, just really open up my, like open up your mind to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were talking about the pace that Jesus lived his life at. And then you look at, then you look at the pace of our society Mm -hmm. and the pace during the holiday season. And that's not it. It's Mm -hmm. not it. And so I really do genuinely also think that we need to be having conversations with our kids about the pace of life and what, what really, really matters, what genuinely matters and why we're celebrating Christmas. And this is just this specific conversation, but I mean, the pace of life and Mm -hmm. the fact that Yes, you are not what you do, you know, like you're not what yeah. others think of you. Yeah. Because because it's it's so spot on. We we have to think about what our kids are seeing and what we're showing them unknowingly or knowingly. Mm-hmm. It's it all starts at home. It really genuinely does, and we have to show them it's okay to do things differently. It's okay mm-hmm. if people 
look at you like you're crazy because you Mm -hmm. choose to do, to live life differently. That's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to center your life around Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's more than okay, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and Jesus was like, the world's going to hate you. The last will be first. The first will be last. Like we, we shouldn't be surprised that, you know, and we're, we're, we're called to be set, set apart and not in a holier than thou way. It's like, no, it's just the Holy spirit is convicting us. So we have to listen, you know, and we can, we can live this out in a loving way. Like, it's not like we go around telling other people what they should be doing. There's, there's people I'm around every day that choose to do Santa and, and that do things differently in general. And I I can be friends with them. I can be like, it's, it's not a, this is not like something that should be argued about or like divisive or anything, you know? And the thing is, it's like, God cares about our hearts. Yeah. He cares about our hearts. Why are we doing what we're doing? You know? And I mean, it's, we just hope that if you listen to our podcast, you know, our hearts and where we're coming from. Yeah. And the, the humility that we, we just, we hold all of this stuff with an open hand submitting it to God and trusting that the Holy spirit will convict us one way or another. And just talking about things that we wish that everybody would talk about. Yeah. Because I I wish somebody would have talked about this to me (laughs) when I, when I, when I started feeling like, Oh wait, I think it's not good to lie to your kids. But then I looked around and everybody's like, Oh, that's crazy. You have to do this. This is a part of, everything you're gonna ruin everything if you don't do things like they've always been done and it's like okay so what i mean i wish that i was i would have heard this conversation eight years ago (laughs) you know i just don't think i think sometimes people are just like that's how it's always been done that they don't even stop to think about why yeah this is what my grandparents did with my parents. This is what my parents did with me. This is what I'm going to do with my kids. But why? But why? Yeah. So it could just even be a reflection. You can hear this conversation. You can not agree with it at all. Yeah. And you can just think about why you're doing things and maybe you'll have some thoughts about it or maybe you'll keep doing what you do. And I think as long as we have that heart posture, anything that I listen to or anything I hear or anything, I'm like, okay, God, what do you want me to know about this? Mm-hmm. And guess what? He'll let you know. Yep. And then it's our job to be obedient. So yeah, that's what it's, that's what it comes down to. Amen, friend. Yep. Well, I think we touched on all the things that we wanted to. I feel like they all just came flowing out into a conversation. <laughs> yeah. We hope. Oh, I did want to mention, um, I've been reading a book about St. Nicholas to my kids. Oh, and yeah. St. Nicholas Day is actually December 6th. 
And so you can celebrate by putting their shoes outside of their door and then you fill them with like chocolate gold candies and oranges. And so that's a fun little tradition that um, I think I did it last year, but my kids were kind of young. Oh, we lived in our our fifth wheel last year. So we were all in the same room. So, um, but this year I want to like properly do that tradition where we start doing that and like celebrating and all of that. So this episode will come out um, before then. So if anybody wants to start that tradition with your, your kids and your family, I can link the book um, down below. And so people can know, cause it's fun. Like that's cool. Like St. Nicholas was a real person. Like that, that's really cool to me. Yeah. 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 I love that. Give it meaning, meaningful traditions. Yes. Meaningful traditions. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think that's all we wanted to talk about tonight. So we'll be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.